good. That was good. That was, that was, you know what? I wasn't sure how that clap was going to go, but it went pretty well. Gang's oh, all here. The gang is here. Gang, gang. The gang is all here. The gang back in the stew. Back in the stew. In the virtual stew. stew. In the virtual stew. Yeah, virtual stew. For now. Things yep. are happening. You Things know what? Happening. A lot a lot is happening. It's been a yeah. it's been a wild, wild week for your boy. I'm I'm sure. But before we get into it, I told you guys <laughs> we got our first sponsorship. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And come the time we do live podcasts, our podcast will be sponsored by Mike Chen of a TPT Midland. And so everyone gets fucking bubble tea Let's go. for every episode. Come on, Let's go. Drinks. Let's go. Nice. Right. So thanks, Mike. You know, you know how Thank many you, you know how many fit picks I'm gonna get off with a with a with, with a, a TPT co- with a corresponding colored bubble tea. <laughs> Have, have you guys ever had TPT? Have I had, I've had it? it once? You had it? I've had it once. No, I never had it. I, I uh, whenever I do get bubble, I don't get bubble tea that often. But when I do get bubble tea, it's from a rival chain. It's actually a chain. I we all know what the chain is, but I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna plug them. Fuck them. I'm never going back yeah. there again. Where's, where's our ad money? <laughs> so. So Darius, you've been before. Yeah. What did you end up getting there? Just, you know the thing is, I always get regular okay. bubble tea, okay. regular like what milk it's tea like with tapioca. Exactly. Yeah. It's like ordering a margarita pizza. That's exactly what I do. Like, yeah. It's like ordering a margarita. You know what? I I don't know. I've never uh, been that into bubble tea. Whenever I do like go to a, like a bubble tea place, I get like. Yeah. I get like a something that doesn't really qualify. It'll be like some like mango shit or something, and then like yo, I, that's my favorite. Yeah, I but, was gonna say EP has a good mango, but, mango drink, but I like I it. don't get the I don't get the tapioca ever. That's okay. Yeah, I'm not. Well, that's just called tea. It's I guess it is called tea. I mean, juice, right? Juice, it's it's juice, juice it's, bro. It's juice. It's a, it's like a it's like a fucking it's it's like an Arizona at that point. <laughs> Sometimes that hits though. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it Sometimes hits. That it hits great. Hits. Yeah. No, for sure. You know what? You know what's actually gross to me though is um, I I mean I don't know if TPT has it, but like, if you guys have ever had like a walnut, it's like a it's like a walnut tea. It's got it's got the massive fucking walnut in it. I'm like that's no gross. No. So I stay away from so that. So gross, that is... I, dude. I literally like. There's this guy I went to Laurier with that would just get them all the time. Like I remember when this when this chain just like came out with like their extra super duper large whatever the fuck that size was. Diabetes he, in the cup, bro. He would just go and get the big ass walnut tea, and it looks like shit. And I'm and I've never I never tried it because I'm like, why would I want walnut drink? Yeah, no, no, no good. But I was like, it's it's got to taste disgusting too. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that was Gotta the sponsor. The intro. We we made it. Go to TPT. To Go to TPT. Shout out TPT. Shout out TPT. Uh, so roll the intro. This is the Springs of Thread podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This is number thirty-seven with the whole gang. We had one episode where it was uh, Mikey and myself repping, and then. Uh, last week was uh, Darius and myself, so we finally got everyone yep. in the same room. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast, please review, like, 
comment if you can. Rev- I guess that's the review part. Subscribe. Do anything. Just helps us out. Just we're, helps us keep trucking. We're waiting on that ZipRecruiter sponsorship. Oh, oh ZipRecruiter. Yeah. Okay, so NordVPN and ZipRecruiter. That's what we're waiting yeah. for. Yeah. We're waiting on them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because we brought up VPN. Uh, any of you guys go on Netflix a lot? Netflixer? Yes. You know what? Netflix kind of sucks now. Ooh. Well, trash. maybe with NordVPN, we could, uh, you know, get a different Netflix and see if it's better. You know what? I, I and then used... you can you can listen to it on your Raycon earbuds. <laughs> I, I used to do that. I used to, like, use VPNs and, like, go on, like, US Netflix and stuff. I don't, I don't do it anymore. I just, like... Yo, I don't know. You just know. suffer. No, it's just so fucking garbage. Like, I... The thing about Netflix is they'll drop one... Like, once a month, they'll have, like, a good movie or, like, an original series, and then you burn through that in, like, a week, and then it's like, oh, wow, I'm not getting any use out of the next three weeks of the subscription until they drop some new shit. Do you think it fell off after Disney Plus opened their own platform? And nah. All that shit moved over? No. It was before that. I I never I never have had Disney Plus, nor do I like intend to buy it. I I do not have it either. I'm an Amazon Prime guy. Amazon Prime Video. That shit. I never touched it when I oh, had Prime. It's very good. It's very good. And, and I mean, like, it's it's a good bang for your buck too, right? Like, you you buy, um, like some I don't know, you buy like socks or whatever the fuck it is on Amazon, and then. Um, you know, you get some, get some movies, get some shows. They they got some pretty good originals actually as well. I was hoping that audiobooks would be complimentary with uh, Amazon Prime, but no, not the case. That, that market's too hot. But I brought up Netflix because there's a show that I just crushed, and it's called Top Boy, and basically it was a very UK good series. Yeah, UK series, and then Drake brought it back. And then, you know, inked the deal with Netflix, yeah. and then they shot it with really good production. Holy shit. It's, that's a good one. You want to sell food? You sell my food. There you go. So you've seen it. Of I course. Just, I've seen I all of it. So good. I didn't know. I'm slow. I'm slow to these things. Yeah. Yeah, a, lot of sto- a lot of Stone Island in that show. Oh, that's exactly what I said. Tons of Stony. But I was watching. I was like, lots oh, of Stony. Lots of Air Max. Yeah. Lots of food. Lots of food. Yeah, I. Uh, North face. You know, like that one dude that like needs the skin grafts and shit. Cause the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's how I felt <laughs> this week after I got all Oof. that. After I got all that fucking road rash. Ugh, jeez. Yeah. You want to tell everyone what happened? Yeah. So, um, for a little bit of context, guys, I you know I like longboarding, so I was boarding with my friend. And we were in her area, and I don't know her area all that well. So we turn onto the street, and she stops, and I keep going. And, uh, you know, it was a hill. And I was like, all right, like, whatever. So I start, I start kind of bombing on this hill. And then, you know, trying to, like, slow myself down because the grade was actually, like, pretty crazy. And I'm, like, maybe, like, midway down this thing. And I'm probably going, like, 45, 50. And, Oof. Kilometers yeah, or miles? Kilometers, kilometers. Definitely not miles. <laughs> But I'm probably going. I'm probably going like forty-five or fifty. Did you have and your hands behind your back and everything? No, no. Thank God. Like I wasn't in like a full tuck or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but I was definitely like kind of leaned over, and yeah. then um, I'm looking at the end of the street, 
And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is a dead end. I'm like, all right, so I have two options here. Either one, I bail off this board right now and I eat shit. Or two, I hit this curb and then I really eat shit. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Time to bail. So, you know, I bail off the board. My legs keep up with the speed for like two strides. And then I'm just like tumbling. I straight, I must have slid like 20 feet. Jesus. Yeah, like my hip... My elbow, my shoulder took most of the impact. I actually have a partial tear in my rotator cuff. Oof. Um, and I actually I hit my head on the bounce. Uh, but that was like after my body had already taken like ninety percent of the impact. So like I didn't go to the, I like I I did, and I also didn't have like any concussion symptoms or anything like that. Like I was totally, like okay. Like I actually got up. Like I got up right after I fell, and my friend thought she's like, oh my god, this guy probably doesn't have teeth. And uh, I did. I saw all my teeth, thankfully. But yeah. Um, oh my god! When I woke up the next morning, sore. No good. Sore. sore is an understatement. And when I went to the doctor, he touched the top of my shoulder, and I was like screaming. I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh. Yeah. And then he gave me an anti-inflammatory. I took that. Put myself in a sling. I had plans that day. So I went to uh, Stanley Park. <laughs> you just started, just started sending it. Um, and then I remember he told me, he's like, you know, try not to keep it in the sling too long. Like, you don't want it to get, like, too stiff or anything. So I was like, all right. So I take the sling off. The anti-inflammatory worked like a um, charm. Damn. And, yeah, so no sling for the rest of the day. I haven't worn a sling since. Um, but, yeah, I guess I got to, like, kind of like rehab this shit out yeah yeah but when when yeah. when you when you told me about the the head impact that's what scared the shit out yeah i, I mean i got super that's lucky. not a joke yeah i know i know yeah. i got i got super lucky like honestly like you guys can like probably see it but like it's like a slight scrape like right there uh so yeah i got pretty lucky i mean if i if i hit that shit head first i'd be in the hospital probably oh yeah so yeah, there there would be some gray matter on the road there. I drove home. I drove home after that shit oh too. Oh my gosh! Yeah. In a makeshift Jesus. in a makeshift sling that my friend Rachel made out of a fucking bed sheet. Shout out Rachel for shout, saving my. Shout community. out Rachel. Her dad. Her dad helped me out too. He's a. Did he's you? like a sports doctor. So oh, okay, okay. yeah, like I was just like, should I go to the hospital? He's like, ah, you know, I've seen worse. He's like, you'll be fine. I was like, okay. <laughs> I've seen worse, but I'm chill. Yeah, he was like, he was like you'll be all right. He's like, you're just kind of like shooken up. I'm like, yeah, all right. So I just didn't go oh. to the hospital. And, I mean, I'm so still, your yeah, left arm or right arm? My Sorry. right arm, which is the arm is that, that I do everything hand? with. That's my dominant hand, yeah. It is. Okay. But I mean, like, I have full range of motion. Like Jesus. Okay, slow the fuck like, down. You know what I mean? No, like, I have, like, I have full range of motion. So, I mean, like, I got pretty lucky. Uh, okay. Like, obviously, like, you know, if I, like, if I sneeze, I can kind of feel it in my shoulder. Or, like, you know, if Stop I, like, sneezing. If, it, yeah, I'm trying not to. But if I if I like move it in the wrong way, I get like a little bit of discomfort, but like nothing crazy or anything. Jesus. Yeah. But besides that, besides that, your boy got a job, full time job. There we go. Yep. There we getting, go. Getting paid that salary. Your boy got an apartment. Welcome to that grind life. Yep. Yep. Big boy moves. Big boy moves. So, you know, it's actually funny because that shit happened in the span of like 48 hours. Like, I got my job and then I got a condo the next day. So it was like 48 hours of like greatness. And then I remember like, 
I told somebody the day after I signed for the condo, I was like, you know what? The universe has to find a way to balance this shit out. And two days yeah. later, I just fucking eat it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. it handed can't you, take. it handed yeah. you pavement. Exactly. And uh, you can't just take. You gotta... Exactly. But yeah, sorry, hydration homies. Hydration drink. homies. Yeah, we're all hydration homies today. Drinking that water. Ooh, crisp. <laughs> crisp on very, this nice weather very. oh yeah uh, so let's do this because we got the whole gang here mikey y- you know like like wasn't on your side but the grind is coming are you gonna change up what you're gonna wear on the wrist uh you know what i was actually talking to somebody about this today i think the tutor is probably in the cards for the end of the year okay there's a pretty okay. good chance you know like considering my salary plus like my side hustle stuff so yeah yeah, it should work out. Yeah, I think it'll work out. I mean, then again, I'm also fucking paying rent and like utilities, groceries, all that shit now. So, yeah. we'll, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, I, I think I'll have enough for the tutor if I like save properly. See, if you fast, then you probably just have like a meal, meal and a half, and then yeah. you're saving yeah. that I'm just, dough. I'm just gonna eat ice cubes for dinner every night. <laughs> no ice Tuna cubes, salad sandwiches. Damn, eating, that's a that's a oxygen. funny way to say. Um, Man, I'm just eating sleep for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so did have you did you okay, let me ask. When you're on your board or anything, were you wearing anything? Were you wearing like your G Shock? You know, because it's durable. I had my Apple Watch Apple on. Watch? Ooh. Ooh. Nothing. Recorded a fall. What? Did it recorded a fall, dude? No, because I, I wear it on my left, right? So yeah. Like my right arm is the one that's fucked up, so. Okay. Yeah, if I showed you guys my hip road rash, you'd probably throw up. Nasty. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, so you wore your Apple Watch. What were you wearing on feet? Uh, the four two four distress sneaker. Damn, they got more distressed. They got. They oh, you know distressed. what? I I actually they didn't get f- that fucked up from that. But on the Saturday, when I was in the park, right, I was just like sloshing around and like. We probably spilled like a white claw or two, and then I just like stomped in that, and then they're just like super fucking dirty. <laughs> damn. Yeah. God damn. All right. Those are my beaters oh. now, though. Those are definitely my beaters. Like that's my beater shoe for everything. Great. Yeah. Gotta have it. Yes, Darius. On the wrist today was. Oh, I see it every the time. You, every time. Every time you flash it on this con, just like damn. It might Toronto. be good. I so they just came out with the rose gold chrono with a new movement self binding flyback chronograph. So eventually it will come to the steel that I have, and then maybe I will get the new one and get rid of this one. But I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it in person, so can't make the God call. Goddamn. On on the feet, this um uh, old Y threes Y three Yoji boosts. Whoa, nice, nice. real like old. Those. Yeah. Also, I I hate to distract from this, but like, look at how nasty this tan is. Look at how nasty oh, that you, you nasty that fucking Apple Watch tan line is. Like, I need to I need to not wear the Apple. Is, where's the mine? Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think like one day that I just like go to the park, I just gotta like not wear anything on the wrist. No, I don't have just, the like, tan. Let it tan out. You don't have the tan? No tan. How do you do you it? Gotta get out there. Gotta get. I wear my watches deep. loose enough that they move around all the time. Uh, okay. Like it sit, it can sit below my wrist bone here, or I can sit above. My dad does that home. too. Yeah. I, I heard that people boy. say wear it like you steal it. 
whenever they see <laughs> I've heard people say it. Wear it like you ate sleep for dinner to afford it. Yes. That's more like it. That is more like it. You know? And on your wrist, on your feet, Ed? Uh, nothing right now, but uh, Black Bay 58 back in rotation. Uh, gave it a nice clean. And so, you know, gotta, gotta wear it. On feet, other than the 990s, I actually busted out. I'm looking at it right now. I busted out those uh, undercover daybreaks. Nice. Like, they're sort of my summer shoes. Uh, they're a bitch to drive in because of that fucking uh, the heel portion, like the the shark kind of tooth, shark jaw looking th- looking thing. I don't know the technical term for that. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> but other than that, like it, it's mad comfy. So, I swear, people have their opinions on on that shoe. Fair enough. Yeah, but what I grabbed before the pod. Oh, he bought the something. Cop. You bought something. You got you guys you guys gotta give me your honest take on this. I, 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 I don't I, think I feel I like based on the way you're prefacing everything, this is gonna be hot trash, whatever this is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go. Oh my let's God. go. Uh my my friend Jamie, shout out Jamie, she she works at uh, Uncle Otis. Uh-huh. Um she posted a pic in the tan pair today and I was like I need the white ones and she told me to go like a size down. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I I want I want I the would. white I want the white pair for sure. Darius, you're you're giving me a no. For listeners, I will tell you what it is. Darius, but Darius looks uh looks appalled. Mikey looks pretty neutral. No, I like him. I I want a pair. Pretty neutral. So Bro, what it looks I'm... like you walk through a field after like October after the geese have left for the winter. They're so nice. Why don't you like them, Darius? Look at the color. So? Those are great. It's, it's goose crap green. Goose crap <laughs> green. <laughs> All right. So what I showed uh, the boys is basically the Morel Hydromox in the olive drab kind of marble. Uh, I pulled the trigger because I saw a photo on Instagram of someone decorating this with, and it's not functional at all. That's why I think it's fucking hilarious with laces. <laughs> okay. With these, with these fucking like, you know, reflective laces. And I thought it was hilarious. It's like with the, with the ends where you just like kind of pull. Right. So you have a little bit of that added two carabiners on there. I'm just like, Nice. I I'm not gonna wear it with shorts. These are only gonna be with like. Denim. No, I would only okay. wear them with shorts. I think. No. I'd look like a fucking idiot if I wore them with jeans. Hey, me too. But I'm going with the idiot vibe, and uh, <laughs> I don't I don't fucking mind. No, because okay, with with shorts, it it does make me look like the uncle, that's the grill master at the barbecue. No, but you can if you wore that if you were grill master uncle. That also means you have like seventeen gold chains on, right? So now I have to find a jeweler. Do Do I have to find a jeweler? Yeah. But these were thirty percent off. That's why I ended up picking them up. Yeah. So now you have the money for the gold chains to go with the uh, (laughs) on gold grill master look. So so who do I go go to for for the for the gold chains? Asap Eva Aviani. Okay. 
Mikey, would you wear these with socks or without socks? Because um, I'm scared to get the tan. I'm scared to get this weird-ass tan. Uh, well, you better make sure your feet are tanned prior. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I think I'd go no socks on those. I If I got them, it's going to be, like, strictly utility. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to wear them trying to, like, drip them. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, it would yeah. just be like, oh, like, okay, like, I'm going to go play spike ball for eight hours or something. Like, I'm going to wear those. Or okay. I'm going to go canoeing. Or, yeah, like, like I'm going thing. canoeing, like, I'm, you know, like, by the water or something like that. Going portaging. For some like reason, that. I can see myself riding a bike in those. Yeah, I think I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they got the aerodynamic arrow holes, you know? Yeah. Oh, they, it, it, would, it would feel so nice on your feet. It, it's it's pretty comfortable. Like this the, foam? The wind. No, no, I mean, like, if you're on, like, oh, on a bike, like, yeah. the wind would be great. Yeah. No sweaty feet. So I usually wear size 10 and a half. Sometimes, like, Adidas, I have to go up to 11. Uh, but I bought these and I went size down, so I actually bought these in a nine. Damn, you size break and a half. Yeah. And they fit right. They they fit pretty well without socks. Okay. Yeah, because typically, I mean, with with runners, your your feet may expand and you're wearing socks and and whatnot. But these, like, if you just go barefoot. I, I, but if you could try it out from from Uncle Otis or any other retailer, do it. I can try. I bought these from your boy. Did they have those uh, on Uncle Otis? Frederick. You know, I went to uh, Altitude. Altitude. Yeah. Thank you, Frederick. Yeah. Well, even though it wasn't Frederick, but you know. Wow, you didn't even talk to my boy Frederick. Fucking no. dissing, dissing him. I got. I had to show you because I wanted to to get the opinions. Oh, they do have Matt Merrill, yeah. Or sorry, uh, Uncle Otis. Got the wrong color, dude. Yo, I wanted the um, the the tan marble, but it was all sold out. This this is what the this was the only one. Have you guys uh, checked out the livestock warehouse sale? No. Oh. Some good stuff on there. I was literally gonna cop some stuff tonight, but I'm you know waiting on a on a gift card from livestock. So like once once that comes through, done. Then you pull the trigger. Done so. So we're talking about a Canadian retail and livestock. Big news in Canadian retail, um, so to speak. Mike, you're rolling your eyes. Well, the headline is Aritzia acquires rating champ for a whopping sixty-three USD, uh, sixty-three million USD. But with this acquisition, what they did mention is that they're acquiring seventy-five percent of the company. For those that didn't know. There is a manufacturer out there called CYC. I think they go by CYC Design, not like CYC yeah, Manufacturing. Yeah. CYC owns Raining Champ and owns Wings and Horns. If you've ever shopped around and you're like, hey, why does it always say Wings and Horns X whatever? Or why is everything collaborated? Well, that was CYC's strategy all along. They wanted to get their brand out there. And so for people and sometimes the, the brands that wanted to work with CYC on a private label level, they would negotiate and have them do a collaboration so along with the brand launching product it's also tied in with reigning champ or wings and horns as the factory so that was always their strategy so uh, is it a, is this acquiring reigning champ the oh, brand or what? coic the Yo, entity reigning champ the brand apparently Sorry. apparently aritzia acquired all of cyc what this is what i'm seeing right now aritzia acquired all of cyc design corp including the factory and the wings and horns brand which was paused in April 2021. 
Oh, whoa. Yeah, did you, that changes you guys, a lot now. Yeah, did you guys hear about the Wings and Horns stuff? Uh, I, I, I did. Just from like my they, end, I, I know about Like in it, April, yeah. in April, they basically were like, we're done. And then it was like, well, fuck. And then or I guess Aritzia bought everything. And I mean, good for Aritzia, at least in terms of like, you know, trying to expand into menswear. And, you know, they're, they're, they've been making that push for, you know, the last like year and a half or so. Um, well, probably two years. I remember they came out with like the men's super puff or whatever, whatever it was, the, the TNA John. And, um, I mean, good for them, but like, this is fucking stupid, man. Here's my take. And I, I, I do want to hear yours, Mikey. And I do want to hear your, yours, Darius. In my opinion, this acquisition is not really for the manufacturing aspect. If anything, there might be a domestic sample, like a sample house now, you know, for their Vancouver, like, I don't know. Are they based out of Vancouver? Is that where the main yeah. office is? Yeah. So there may be over there. However, I think this strategy as a whole is eventually reigning champ may have like a core like sweat line, let's say, that still is made in Canada, but reigning champ becomes more offshore stuff. Well, that's that's where I I think I disagree with you, just because like if they're buying the factory, yeah, you know, like why why would they do that? Like if if they just bought the factory, like margins, I guess. But but I mean, like their factory is in Canada, like isn't their factory in Vancouver? Yeah, yeah. So I I just would figure that, you know, they're they're gonna try and do like a little bit more Canadian manufacturing. Um. But I, I take w- the Roots angle on this because Roots, once they were acquired, they really went bye bye Canada. And I get it, like they they acquired CYC, not just like reigning champ. Yeah. But I, I I don't know. There there's something. I feel like it's gonna be more like a development lab. Okay. I'm not finding. Here's the thing. I'm not finding anything that says that they're acquiring CYC. Only acquiring reigning champ. I'm I'm seeing this on Business of Fashion. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay, trust um, them. They got it. Hold on. We, 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 you can, you can but yeah, because this is the first I'm seeing of it as well. I, I did not know that they just got everything. Um, you know what? I'm actually curious to see what what day did that happen? The acquisition. Um, yeah. The fifteenth. It was on the fifteenth. Yeah. Um, so my my take on this is. Um, it's sort of echoing Mikey, where I think initially, at least initially, it is absolutely a foray into menswear that all the headlines are saying right now. But also, I think it allows Aritzia the opportunity to have a lower cost for in-house production for a higher quality good for men's and ladies. You know what? I wish I put a little bit of money into Aritzia because that stock is it's going up uh, ever ever since this got announced. Like that was la- that was last week on Friday. No, I guess it wasn't even last week. It was a few days ago. Holy shit! Yeah, it was, it was a few days oh, ago. True. Yeah. Um. But yeah, literally as soon as they announced, uh, they jumped about a dollar and a half. Yeah, and they're they're trending upward. I I sold it. I had you, know, a, you I had, had a Yeah, yeah, I sold it. 
Yeah, I this just... week actually, just uh, I'm not going to say, but the news came, and then I strategically put something in place, and then I was like, all right. It to me, it just kind of feels like Aritzi is confused. I don't like, think Aritzia, so. To me, it just feels like Aritzi is confused about like what they're all about, because like this is not Aritzia. Like that's not what Aritzia does. They don't do streetwear. Like they don't. They don't need to do streetwear. Know, yeah, and I mean, like, I guess, like, you know, technically speaking, like, it's not streetwear. Like, you know, Wings and Horns is, like, definitely more, like, of, like, a casual, form, formal type beat for a lot of stuff that they that they put out. Um, I think Wings and Horns, their stuff is technically more complex than Raining Champ. Absolutely. For sure. No, I would, I would from, agree with that. From yeah. that level, I always liked it, but I could just never wear it. It was like nylon mixed with – sometimes like nylon mixed with like waffle, like waffle mixed with like this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Technically cool, but not the most wearable. But I, I still think Aritzia is probably going to use them for like a small little sample shop. And then once they nailed down all the specs, they send it offshore. I just see that like Aritzia got Sweet Coke now. And I'm like – what like you know like what direction is this trending in like i like it just feels like the women's wear and the men's wear are like two completely different so you think they need to be serviced differently i think that like they need to pick a fucking lane like i i i just don't think like like we've we've seen what Aritzia puts out like we we've, we've seen what they carry for for women and it's definitely like a very like you know like 20 something um like I'm going to the bar I'm going on a picnic I'm doing that sort of shit and you know to now be like we got sweet cokes and like oh like we're doing rain and champ fleece now and we got wings and horns it's like I don't know if it, like, matches. I don't know if, like, the menswear and the womenswear, like, lines up. And it might work for them. But I just, like, is this going to be, like, an Aritzia exclusive thing now? Like, are they not going to sell this shit at Nordstrom anymore? No, is there not? They'll sell, they, I, they'll sell it. There's no point for them to not sell so what, it So what I'm saying, okay, but, he, but here's the issue that they're going to encounter, though, is as a guy who has never shopped at Aritzia, Let's say you love Randy Champ, you love Wings and Horns. What the fuck is going to make you walk into Aritzia? I'm not going to Aritzia. If I want to buy a Randy Champ fleece, guess what? I'm not going to Aritzia. I'm going to either, like, their flagship, or I'm going to, like, Nordstrom, or I'm buying from, like, one of the other billion retailers that carry them. Because, like, I trust those retailers, and those are the retailers that I've been going to my whole life. Like, why would I now be like, let me go into this primarily women's wear store, um, you know, with that for one has a clientele that does not exactly match what I'm about. And two has salespeople that again, feel like they're kind of being pushed into this sector. They're not passionate about this product the way that the salespeople at these other stores that I've been buying reigning champ and wings and horns from are passionate about that product. You know what I mean? Like, like they are being forced to sell this product now. So like, and, and even then, like, let's say, you know, you walk into an Aritzia, like, let's say it's like relatively busy in there. Like, do you think that one of 
one of these female salespeople that has been that have been pushing, you know, like Wilfred and um like all all this all these like women's wear like products are now gonna be like, oh let me go try and sell this guy a pair of sweatpants. Like I I just don't see it working out very well from like a from a salesperson to consumer uh point of view. Yeah, but you're think you're taking this as um as you walking to the store as Mikey. You consider it as just someone walking to the store. Right? Yeah. So but say thing, okay, but no, go ahead. Go ahead, Darius. Say like you're on a shopping trip with you and your female significant other, and you go to Aritzia because it's a popular store that a lot of women tend to buy clothes from. Mm-hmm. Generally, in the past, they haven't catered to men, but now they might have the opportunity to have some men's clothes that are pretty accessible into the Aritzia price range. They're very approachable in terms of aesthetic. And now the company has the opportunity to sell you that while you're going to be there already. Alternatively, they can also rebrand Aritzia and gen- slowly, slowly, slowly build Aritzia into becoming like a broader audience. But again, how much can they really bank on that? Like how much can they really bank on, oh, like somebody's girlfriend's going to walk in here and that guy's going to walk in here too. Like They don't need to. The, they don't need to have but, bank on it on that being the profitable part of the business. They just need to bank on that maybe selling something. On maybe selling, yeah. I, I guess so, but they also just funneled 80 million fucking dollars into this. Like, that's that's not like a... It's not chump change. Like, that's a lot of fucking money. Like, it's... It's a lot of money, but it's also like these companies are still profitable. Raining Champ was still worth something. Same with CYC, it's still worth something. For sure, but the thing is, it's like, if when you buy... When you're Aritzia and you buy, uh, you know, CYC and the rights to everything, like, make no mistake, like, they might still wholesale to people, but they want to cut that middleman out. Like, they don't want, like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they, want, they want the full profit margin. And, like, what on earth is going to make a guy go in there and be like, I would rather shop here than shop somewhere else for the same product? where where I have been shopping for years. It it just it I don't see it happening. And like yeah, even if, you know, it does kind of sell due to like, you know, foot traffic and this and that and the other thing like I don't know. Like I just don't I just don't I just don't see guys going in there alone for the most part. Like I I just don't see it. Like and and here's the thing is like I'll do it. I'll go into Aritzia and I'll and I'll, you know, check it out. Because I just have the curiosity, but like, does ninety five percent of of their target market in terms of men go? Oh yeah, let me go into Aritzia because I want to see what it's like in there. Like, no, it's it, I it's I just don't see it happening. What do you think, Ed? So with the acquisition of Reigning Champ, I do think they want to house a menswear brand inside the store and i do i do agree because i i think what they want or how they analyze this is how many um 
how many uh, females are bringing their boyfriends or like their significant others that are male or unisex coming in and they want something unisex or want something that's more tailored to men because that's the sizing or that's the whatever, that's the look they want. I think a majority of, I think based on that data, then that's why they're starting out with a reigning champ just as a brand alone. And they're going to house it in there. And then I would just say, for sure, the sales are going to be the traffic of people coming in with, you know, significant others or friends. And afterwards, they may pick something up. Acquisition of CYC, I still stand behind it as it will be an incubator and a development lab for Aritzia to try things out, refine their tech packs before sending it offshore, refine fit and do all that stuff, and then send it off. Right, that's the CYC move. Another scary thing about the CYC move, and and uh, yeah, I'll just kind of finish off here is, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I do have an inkling that Haven gets a lot of their stuff done by CYC. For and sure. this whole time, I'm thinking, what the fuck is going to happen to Haven? Because yeah, are true. you not scared of intellectual pro- pro- uh, like intellectual uh, property? Things getting shared like, oh, like, oh, this is a great fabric that they thought of. Maybe we should just do something like that, too. Because it ha- it does happen a lot with <laughs> with manufacturers that do have their own brand to, to borrow something that that they've uh, that they've also made. I just I just think that in order for this to make sense for Aritzia long term, they have to really commit to it, like really commit to it. And that is going to be. Like the only way that they commit to it is if they kind of overhaul like their entire aesthetic. Like they, you know, sure. they can like they can keep these wood finishes. Like you know, like that stuff will cater to men. But like you can't have like the the fucking store sign up in lights. Like you can't be playing Taylor Swift in there. Like it, like you know what I mean? Like it's just it's one of those things where it's like if you want to attract men into the store, which is clearly something they're trying to do. Like you need to cater to men in a certain way, shape, or form. I'm not saying it has to, like, completely be a complete, like, you know, different thing where it's like, oh, my God, this is unrecognizable, but, like, you do need to make a concerted effort. And I just don't know how they're going to do that and not piss off their current clientele, which is buttering their bread. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have planned it because... Since COVID, it's primarily gentlemen that are outside in those lab coats with ALD New Balance five fifty. Those are super dope, by the way. Those those coats, I can't even front. <laughs> I would I would fucking work at Aritzia. Like if if I knew that I could go work at Aritzia for like two weeks and then quit and I get to keep the jacket, I'd do it. I it's yeah. it's so sick. Every single time I see one of those dudes wearing, and it's funny because yeah, like the greeters are always men. Yeah, every single Aritzia that I've seen in the past, like, six months, probably, it's always a man as the greeter. So, they're all planting a seed. Yeah. I do want to squeeze in one more thing. And fuck, did I just forget it as I, <laughs> as I said that. Sick. Um, continue, continue. If it, if, if, it, if it comes into my head, then, uh, then I'll, I will chime in. Yeah, like, I... Here's the thing, is... It's a lot of money, but for the amount of money and the the amount of IP that they're probably gaining out of this, pretty reasonable, I'd say. I would I would have expected for for Reigning Champ to go for more. 
Really? I, I thought it was a high valuation just for reigning champ. Really? But if it's I thought CYC, it was high valuation too. Then I, then I agree. If it's for the whole manufacturing and, you know, supply chain production and all that stuff, I agree. Well, the, the just re- for reigning champ, I don't think they, they have that much brand equity in my humble opinion. The thing is, even if it was just for reigning champ, I think that it would be low just because of the not because of the product line that they have now, but the possibilities for future product line. Like, their fleece is better than Roots, period. It's not even close. Um, the fit is better than Roots. It's not even close. The quality is better than Roots. It's not even close. And, like, you really have the potential to, like, take over the fleece market. Like for for the for the common consumer that that wants to spend somewhere between that like eighty to like a hundred and sixty dollars on a pair of sweats, like you can you can blow the other fleece manuf- like fleece retailers out of the fucking water. Like they they have like a great opportunity here. Um, but I just figured when I heard about this, I was like, oh okay, they're gonna try and do like a lot of different stuff here. Like they're they're really gonna try and like change the game with with reigning champ and just like add like a lot of different product that we haven't seen before um but that's why with the addition with the product line is they would get that done elsewhere and just do the fleece slash terry as made in canada or else the labor is crazy the the shit that aritzia charges is literally like made in canada pricing but done in bangladesh here's the theory here's a theory for you guys you know how aritzia has like a bajillion different stores Mm-hmm. Not just a, under, not just under Ritian name, but like, yeah. like Wilford, Wilford like, Babaton, Wilf- things Wilfred, like Babaton. Yeah. What if they start implementing that for men's and use reigning champ as sort of this the seed or the the foundation for those stores that and would, retailers? That would work. That would work. And then then you can carry they can carry whatever brand they want. One and two, they have their in house. They can make a bajillion in house brands like Babaton, whatever, and stock it with themselves. That would work, but. Um, they can't just throw caution to the wind about this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. They, but I think that would be a fantastic cause, plan. Because if they fuck this up, they're going to be Paxon. They'll be Paxon yeah. Canada. Oof. They're going to become Paxon Canada. So they, they need to make sure that if they do that and they decide to like close and revamp Babaton stores or close and revamp Wolford stores because... No, be not totally, revamp. Totally different retailers. But I'm saying like, I highly doubt that they're going to want to just open, you know, I would say for the country, it'd probably be somewhere between 15 to 40 new retail spaces. I highly doubt that they're going to want to like be like, all right, let's, let's go open 40 new retail spaces. They're probably just going to close a bunch of like those Babatons or Wilfreds down and then just be like, all right, like, let's just put something new here. So a rating champ store. No, I, I don't think that's the thing is I don't think that they'll ever go like let's 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 go really deep on this reigning champ stuff like they they might do it in terms of like product offerings and stuff but they'll never go like let's open like a bunch of reigning champ stores i think they'll be like let's open like stores that are under our umbrella but um and carry reigning champ but it's not a reigning champ store because Mm -hmm. i i feel like even even downtown like you know they have the one store on it's queen west right Oh, Washington, no, Washington. and then and then Queen West as well. Oh, they have two stores. Okay, there. yeah. Um, I think it, they fill the need with that. 
Like, they fill the need for Rain and Champ stores. And I know that they just... I know that Rain Champ just closed down, like, their Los Angeles store. Like, maybe... I think it was this year. Um. So, yeah. Like, I... I think that they have a lot of potential, but I just don't know how they're going to do it. Is, so, is they're it more, you're saying more of a go-to-market strategy. Like, what is that looking yeah, like? Yeah. How does I, that play out? Yeah, for sure. And, I like, I mean, you know, obviously, again, this has been something that's been in the works for a while. Apparently, they've been talking about this for, like, years. Um, like, up, upwards of, like, five years. Um, so I'm sure they've given it a good thought, but like, it's a lot different thinking about it and, you know, putting it on paper than it is rolling out. Yeah. Especially, especially with male consumers, male consumers are picky as fuck. When, when guys, when guys get onto something, they don't want to change. They don't want to change what they've been doing. Like, 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 like men I don't know if the statistics prove this, but I would say that men are probably like once they find habitual. something once yeah, once they find something they really like, they're a lot more habitual and like the brand loyalty is there because they're just like, I don't wanna have to figure out another brand. Unless they're like really into like fashion and stuff like that. They're like, I don't wanna have to figure out another store, I don't wanna have to figure out another brand, I wanna buy my shorts, my t shirts, my underwear, my socks, everything from the same fucking place all the time. Fair. That's that's a fair comment, and and that's why I wanted to ask you guys: is where do you even rank reigning champ? Because I feel like for the past few years, I've been so in my bubble of like looking at MA that like any any other sort of hits or like any other styles, I'm just like I I don't need this. Like the the aesthetic of of ALD is just just headed that direction, like singular focus. I think that. The number one thing that Aritzia can do is do away with the branding. Do away with the Rainy Champ branding. Maybe like a little RC logo, like, you know, like embroidered, whatever. That's fine. Not, none of the chess collegiate. None, like of, none of the chess collegiate shit anymore. Like, it, that's, I, I don't know how well that's been selling, but I don't think it's been selling very well. It's literally everywhere. And do you ever see people actually wearing it? Because no, I don't. No. I never see anybody wearing it. The only time the collegiate stuff is really, really good is with like bomber, robe, blanket. Also, I haven't been able to find these pants in a while, and maybe that's just like me not looking in the right places. But they used to have like the panel sweats, the panel sweatpants, um, in the crotch area, and those were great. And I just haven't been able to find them. Like I haven't been able to find them, and it's Stop really annoying. Them. So bring those back, Aritzia. Like bring them back because they were they were the best sweatpants. So Raining Champ, uh, do you all agree Raining Champ will will end up doing more than just sweats? Yeah, for yeah, one. for sure. There's no yeah. way that they spent all that money just to be like, let's just, just keep for, on doing what they've been a, doing. Yeah, a sweatsuit. Yeah, because I, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, like the Raining Champ, at least like their branded stuff doesn't sell well enough. For them to just, you know, this valuation to be there based yeah. off of like yeah. for eighty million dollar valuation. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Fucking crazy. Well, good on Aritzia. I can't wait to see how this plays out. Because it is kind of interesting. It's either gonna I be the they should bring back wings and horns. I there there's a I think if you can rejig maybe the marketing strategy, 
simplify some things. Some styles are were, were created with a lot of thought, and I think guys would appreciate that. Well, I mean, you know, for me, I've always looked at wings and horns as just being like a much cheaper rag and bone. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's basically what it is. Like, it's just a cheaper rag and bone. And, like, that's that's not a knock against their quality or anything because I like wings and horns a lot. Um, but it's just a much more affordable rag and bone. And, like, yeah, no, for sure. They should run with that, especially if they want men to come in and, and buy product interesting like, thing you can't you can't just sell sweatpants yeah i agree that's what always baffled me about like all the real estate that rc takes up i'm just like all this square footage for sweatsuits yeah and like there's a lot like what's great is the open concept there's a lot of room for you to walk around mm-hmm. go through the like the, the the tables and whatnot i'm just like but fuck all this rent and all that shit just for sweats. You know and what? Their um, their Queen West store is like one of my favorite like it's retail so nice. spaces. It's, yeah, it's like really nice. Like it's it's like a great store to walk into. I don't know what it is about it exactly, but like if you go there on like a sunny day, it feels like the lighting in there is like perfect. I don't know why, but like it's yeah, and and also just the you know the way that they actually like stage their product on the floor is yeah. great, like beautiful. They, yeah, they do like Impeccable. a really good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they still closed? No, they're open. Cause I'm I'm looking I'm looking right now because I was like oh you know what I kind of want to go tomorrow and apparently they're temporarily closed still. They can open. Yeah, they can open, but I don't I don't know if they are if they're open. real open. Yeah. I might have to. You might have to call them and see what's up. Yeah. Um. So on the news of of, of all of this kind of biz of fashion, I, I guess you could say all this kind of talk. There's another thing from um one of our favorite footwear brands, and then it's it's the fact that Nike has trademark trademarked or filed <laughs> for at least a request for trademarking. The Air Jordan One silhouette. Oh, it passed. It's not filed. It's passed. Oh, it's passed. By ringing, by receiving. Okay, it's passed. I hate that. You don't like it, really. I I like I it. it. I was sick of all that foo foo shit. No, I hate it. because you know, it just sets a dangerous precedent for like for crea- the future for creativity. Yeah, like sure. Like you know, what I mean, like obviously people making bootlegs. It they weren't reinventing the wheel or anything, but. Like, you know, especially like the Fugazi stuff, like it it had its own flavor to it. Like it, yes, it was like obviously like it's Nike inspired silhouettes, but like the execution was not. Oh, this is like a Nike shoe. It was like oh, like this is a Fugazi shoe. Obviously, there are exceptions to that where some people just like took it way out of proportion. Like whatever those stupid ass Statue of Liberty. Thank you. Were. Like those are stupid. Thank you. Like those are those are stupid shoes. Like I'll I'll literally like whatever. Like if I don't know who the fuck made those, but if you're listening to this and you want to fight me, like Hold sure, up. sure, I guess. Like my my shoulders fucked up, so I'll just have to hit you with my left. But like I <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. I'm just kidding. But like yeah, no, but just, not really. No, no, like I so like, set up know, a nice front kick and then lean in with the left. <laughs> no, so. like I'm no, like I'm just kidding. Like at the end of the day, like. You know, obviously it sold well enough. Like, people were into it. But it was unnecessary. 
Like it was. Um, it, it was. It was is your issue that come the time, let's say, a creator comes up with a shoe, right, inspired, and it's like, oh, this paneling is actually a registered trademark by Nike. You're gonna have to change it. Is that your worry? Because there's only so many shapes that you can make. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's just That's... like music. There's only so many notes before shit just kind of sounds like this guy and it sounds like this person. It sounds like exactly. This it's like, you know, like, yes, you can make like futuristic footwear, but not everybody wants to make futuristic footwear. And ISPA joints. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Not everybody wants to do that. Like some people just want to kind of go with like the classic stuff. And I'm not, I'm saying like, let's say somebody makes a shoe, it's a high top and it kind of looks like a Jordan 1. Like it, It's not a Jordan 1. It's not like a Jordan 1 ripoff, but it, there's elements to it that look like a Jordan 1. It's like, are these people going to get sued? Like, that's ridiculous. That's I don't think they will. But it, they gonna, might. They I, might. I Nike, the Nike, Nike has all the power to do so. Don't they? I mean, in that case, they would have sued anyways. Right? If they don't need the the trademark to just sue you for making a shoe that's red and white and a high top you don't need that they could just do it even like the like the ysl like remember when they were doing like the yeah the jordan one if they if they try to sue for that and like pointed out the trademark jordan one they would lose because the panel is not the same yeah, you have, I, you have to think about it. Like, if you were going to sue using the trademark as your as your grounds for this, the paneling has to be as trademarked, right? I think Nike just really is just trying to not deal with the Fugazi stuff. You know what? This is probably gonna breed. It's probably gonna breed a lot of really ugly, stupid fusion shoes. Like it'll be oh, like yeah. it'll sure. be like somebody still wants to use the Jordan One. So they'll like use the upper and then they'll throw like an Air Force One sole on it so that they can't get sued. It, like that, that shit is going to happen. There's going to be like a million fusion shoes that nobody's going to want. So yeah. it, it's like Dragon Ball Z where they become like, like the fat version <laughs> or like the skinny version when they, when they do the fusion dance. Yeah. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay, so I mean, I just I read like an abstract of of, of the trademark. Basically, it talks about the paneling, talks about the the, the stitching, where it's the everything stitching but is. The swoosh. Yeah, I don't like. I have two sides. I I both love it, and I see the concern of what if a, a designer accidentally right has that you know has that stitch that mimics. The, the Jordan one. And it's also like the, the the low as well, right? The mid and yeah, the low. Yeah, and the low as well. The, the my mind is this is like I understand Nike protecting its property very, very strongly. I get it. And if you're a designer who accidentally, like genuinely doesn't know and makes the shoe, you'll get slapped with a cease and desist. You'll you'll not want to fight it because you don't want that smoke and then that's it. <laughs> And then if they were going to like go sue Happy and go crazy and sue everybody, they would have done it already, regardless of the trademark. This is what damage control to them. Yeah, it, no, it's 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 not damage control. It is sorry, not that. just just um stopping the damage before it even happens. 
It's like, don't even try because you'll lose. Yeah, I just like, I don't know. I I don't like the idea of people that, I guess, I guess it's the thing where I want people to be able to pay homage to like a classic. Yeah. And, you know, whether it was paying homage or whether it was a, a bootleg, it was up to the consumer. It was up to the general public. And now it's like, that's not up to the consumer or the general public anymore. It's up to Nike. And that just doesn't feel fair to me. Now, do you think Nike's really going to go after Joe Schmo from the street? Or yes. is it, are they going to go for someone who builds like a strong brand out of I, it? I think that they're going to go after Joe Schmo on the street. I, I, I don't think that they're going to stop at like people that are making tens of millions of dollars doing this shit. I think they're going to go after everyone. Like Warren's? The Warren's of the world? No, that, not that's, not Joe, Warren's, that's not, not Joe Warren's Schmo. Warren's the tens of millions of dollars guy. But I'm, I'm talking more like... Like Buddy from down the street who's making custom pairs. Somebody does a limited like run. Pairs. They do like two or three hundred pairs. And then... That's a lot. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, you know... It's, that's if you're not making two hundred dollars, yeah, money. but if you're making two hundred pairs, right? It could you could make the argument that you're you're using you have a strong enough brand where it could be misinterpreted, right? Like for example, like the mischief shoes that came out a bajillion twice, right? They're using a Nike shoe and then using their brand to then sell this shoe and misconstrue it as Nike. I don't think like. The teenager that lives down the street, customizing pairs or painting pairs, is gonna get slapped. This is no, no, no. I don't. I don't think it'll be that either. But anybody who manufactures anything even relatively close is now putting a target on their back, and I just don't think that that's fair. Like I, I like, I understand. Yes, like Nike wants to protect their IP, but like. Doesn't doesn't that sort of shit make people crave the real thing more? Well, what's interesting is like you, you I I think th- through like the preliminary research when the first came out is typically for like patterns, like, be it clothing, be it shoes, it's very hard to trademark. Yeah, yeah. Because what else can you do to a fucking t-shirt? You add a, a neck exactly. tape. You don't add a neck tape. It's tubular versus their side seams. Like there's only so much you could do. I almost feel like the Jordan one has has reached a t-shirt level of being so democratic that yeah. There's a side of me that's just like really like here's the but other. But then I also get it. <sighs> here's the other thing that you have to worry about is let's say somebody makes a shoe. It doesn't look that much like a Jordan one. Um, and Nike knows that it doesn't look that much like a Jordan 1. All of a sudden, Nike, with their lawyers, fucking farm of lawyers, just comes after this guy that just made a shoe that doesn't look that much like a Jordan 1. But, and even if they know that in court that they would, that in court they'd lose, they can go, well, it doesn't matter because it's never going to get to court because this guy doesn't have enough money to come up against us. They could sink people. Without having to even 
step in front of a judge because like they could have done that anyways who the fuck has enough money to go up against nike nobody but anyway they could have done that regardless of the trademark for sure but like they wouldn't have been as likely to do it is what i'm saying like it just it gives them an extra like platform to do so at this point like because now they're like well you're infringing on our trademark it's like but i'm not it's like well We'll we'll see you in court, and it's like, well, no, you won't because I don't have enough money. It just it's it goes beyond just like fashion. It go it gets all the way to like just how fucked up the legal system is, and like how much you can exploit that if you have more money than the person that you're trying to go up against. Like it it, it just it they can legitimately exploit. Uh, like the every single you know privilege that they've been afforded by the legal system because they have billions and billions and billions of dollars like that's the scary thing to me is that they can they can censor somebody for making something that isn't that much like their shoe almost monopolize the game they can there's no Smaller players. There's no the smaller players. Exactly. Only the Adidas. Only the New Balances. A6. Exactly. Yeah. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. Now, historically, has Nike gone to do that? No, but that's because people have, like, the shoes that people have tried to bootleg have been shoes that Nike can't come after them for. It's like, you know what I mean? It's shit. It's shit that like, the limit has run out. Where where like you know like they they can legally legally, air quotes, do that sort of a thing. And now it's like, you can't even try. You can't even try. And not even just that, but like, if you're a smaller brand that wants to make something you know similar to a Jordan One or whatever. Have fun finding a manufacturer that's going to do that shit for you. Best of luck. Because if, if I walked into a factory with anything that looked like a Jordan 1, do you think that a manufacturer is going to be like, yeah, sure, we'll make this shoe for you. They're going to be like, fuck no, I don't want to be anywhere near this. You have a point there. Because, yeah, manufacturers would, would have a lot on the line. For sure. I think my my thing is just like if this was going to be a problem which it is a problem but if Nike wanted to big money bags diplomacy this and just hit you with a sack of coins to get you to shut up and not do anything it could could have done that regardless of having a trademark not having a trademark having two trademarks having no trademarks they could just do it right having the trademark just makes people not do it at all and if you were going to the point where you would have been at risk of getting slapped with a big cash bag, that would have been a problem anyways, right? If that was going to be a legitimate risk, because this trademark isn't going to be anywhere strong to be like, oh, you made a high top shoe out of leather. That's not going to cut it. And neither Nike's not going to be so silly as to just become the big bad wolf and kill you because you made a um 
a high top leather shoe. I think what my worry is using this trademark is Nike is going to start going after, is going to start trying to do like a Ferrari where they become so hypercritical of their brand and people who distribute or use their product that they end up going after those people because that's what Ferrari does. If you have a Ferrari car and you wrap it or whatever, and you have some sort of a name, they'll come after you. So if Nike, this is why this is my thing with Nike is like, if I don't feel like they're going to one waste their time to go after someone making painting shoes in their closet or garage, whatever, I don't think they're going to waste their time, you know, going after a small brand with a shoe that doesn't look really that much like a Jordan 1, like tangentially like a Jordan 1. I think they just want this to be like, okay, don't even try. And we won't waste hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, try, just getting you to not make 10 grand, right? The, th- the, the thing about that is that, like, I'm afraid that Nike doesn't view that as a waste. Because what is a million dollars in Nike? It's nothing. It's it's still a million dollars. It's a million dollars in time. Yes, but again, exactly what Ed's saying. It's a drop in the bucket. It's not a drop in the bucket for a brand that does $25 million a year in revenue. That's everything. Like, that's everything. Like, you know, like, it's just, it's, it's terrible. It's a, it's a, it's a drop in the bucket for their revenue and their profit income. Absolutely. I agree. But it's not a drop of bucket of being a dollar amount, right? Yeah. If you're running a business thinking, yeah, man, I'm making $1 billion a year in income. I'm going to spend a million dollars every time someone has the idea of making a shoe like this. There's, are, does it, was it worth it for you to spend a million dollars? Probably not. If that brand that is making the 10000 ends up going to half a million dollars, you might start thinking about it. They get to a million dollars a year. All right, let's go then you can just smack them down with it. Now you're stopping the idea from happening because should you get to the point, like I said, if you get to the point where this becomes a risk of you getting smacked down with Nike money, that, that should have been part of your consideration. Like I'm not gonna start a brand and then call it pair, start making phones and if I scale up to like eight digits a year in sales, I I wouldn't keep doing that as pair because I know I'm going to get an apple-shaped bag of money thrown at me to shut up, right? Like, I'm probably not going to try that. I, I think, like, the, the, the biggest point that I'm trying to make with that is, like, let's say, you know, they don't even have to spend a million dollars. Let's say they spend relatively nothing and they hit, they hit somebody with a cease and desist, right? Like, now, instead of that person going, you know what, I think I can beat them here. That person's like, no. And if they do, if that person is wild enough to try and go up against them, it's like, if Nike throws a million dollars at somebody, there's no livelihoods at stake for Nike. But there's livelihoods at stake on the other end. Like, somebody could lose everything doing this. Yeah. Like, That's also a cost of doing business, of risking to do a business, right? 
Would you jump in knowing that's a possibility if you, it was your livelihood? If I think that the product's strong enough, then maybe. Like, if your if you believe the product is strong enough, right? You must have decided internally that you believe that one, you're not gonna get hit with this. That's step one, right? Yeah. But if you do, so if you truly believe it, then that's a risk that you've taken yourself, right? It's not like. I, I get like you're you you don't want this to become like a stifling of creativity and productivity for people and opportunity for people. Like I get that. I I want people to be successful as well as with their products and passions. But it's like this might be your products and passions. Like you know, you all know I love Jordan Ones and I love these shoes. If I made a product where it was about the Jordan one and I was making a shoe like it, I probably would not invest into that business venture because I know that this is a possibility as much as I'd love to shoe. I, I think the Apple Pear thing is like a little like too much. I think what I mean more than that is like you make a phone. And if you make some sort of like inter phone messaging thing and the messages are blue and then you get fucked because the messages when you send them are blue or something, you know what I mean? It's like more like that than it is like, oh, like I made a phone brand. It's called pair. It's like the small little intricate stuff where it's just like. No, I think this would be more like if the app, the messaging app functioned like iMessage in this in this example. Like entire in its entirety, because that's what the trademark is, is in its entirety, right? Yeah. If it functioned like the the iMessage, and then you have to consider like the trademark is in its entirety to the dot the I's cross the T's, right? So if you did like a shoe with 16 eyelets and instead of whatever number of eyelets are in a drone one, technically you're not on the trademark. Could you have gotten a cease and desist because it looks the same? Yes. That would have been a possibility regardless. I, th I think in, well, what I'm getting from Mikey also is the creator side is. Yeah. I, I and you get stifled, you feel stifled and scared. Passion. Uh, I think in the short term, like it's gonna scare away, and I and for short term, what I do appreciate it is what I do appreciate uh, about this is that I'm gonna stop seeing these bootlegs. Um, but I think in the long term as well, there is the fear of okay, it was once really hard to trademark clothing and patterns and sneakers, so to speak, right? these consumer goods in this category, what's the next shoe? What kind of precedent does this set? Yeah. Is it an Air Force One? Does it become a waffle runner? Does it become a trail shoe? Like, what? what's the extent? And maybe they they couldn't file those, right? We, we don't know that. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. But I think what the future holds and what could potentially be scary is, is that, 
is they start trademarking other shoes. And then what happens is if you're a brand and if you want it, then you're going to have to pay up money. Because usually if you want to use IP, then you're going to sign like a licensing deal. So you're going to use this stitch design on your shoe and then you have to pay Nike X amount every time you use it, right? Um, which in, in the business sense, that's Nike. I might, not, I might not want. I might not mind that, right? That's why I'm kind of torn. There's, there's, there's two sides. Where in the future, what if, you know, they file more, and then, what? Where do shoes end? Is, is it really a monopoly at this point? Which is one side, and the other side is as Nike. Great. Now they're gonna pay me because you want to do a stitch exactly like this, or you want to have a panel similar to this. Then I'm gonna collect my royalties, and I'm just gonna grow my my revenue every year. It's kind of like so, the it's kind of like the Mickey Mouse public domain thing. Yeah. You know, like I think I think that that's set to happen like I want to say like in 4 years, 5 years maybe. Let me find out. Public domain's usually uh on 100 years after patent, is it? Or trademark and then afterwards if it's not renewed, then it can become public domain. I think so, that's how it. 2024. Mickey Mouse will be okay. public domain. And I'm pretty sure that, like, it, it's, it's supposed to have happened before. But that yeah. Disney just kind of, like, lobbies to make sure that, like, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, Mickey Mouse, fine. You know? Like, Disney wants to keep doing that shit. Like, they should. Because there is no cartoon character like Mickey Mouse. But there's a lot of fucking shoes that look like a Jordan 1, and there's a lot of shoes that look like an Air Force 1, and there's a lot of shoes that look like a Dunk, and, like... Or, like, a Jordan 1 low, too, right? Yeah. That's got to remember. Like, they, they filed they filed it, and they went through as even the low, right? That is already limiting. That's crazy. <laughs> to design around. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh. I'm torn. One side, I'm like, fuck yeah, Nike. You do that. You get your dough. Other side, I'm just like, shit. What are we going to see in the future? More ingenuity or lack of ingenuity? I think it'll be lack of. Because nobody, because here's the thing, is everybody looks at Nike for inspiration. Nobody's like, oh, I want to make this shoe like an Adidas shoe. I want to make this... Reebok-ish looking shoe. People are like, no, I want to like this shoe. I want to make this shoe that looks like a Nike shoe. And it's it like, it's kind of like the you know I brought this up on the pod before, but it's kind of like that Virgil thing where he's like, try try making a monogram and making it not look like Louis Vuitton. It's impossible. Fair point. It's very difficult to like try and create your own monogram and not making it look like Louis Vuitton. It's so difficult. So it's just like, you know, like how, like when are we going to get to the point where it's impossible to make like a new shoe that doesn't look like a Nike shoe and doesn't look like shit? It's hard. So where do we go from here? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's the billion dollar question, right? What happens next? I feel like we're gonna see a lot more like Are we gonna see superstars get trademarked as well for being I, like the shell toe? I don't I don't know. It would be interesting to see how much this 
furthers the push for like open toe footwear. Like people are just like, fuck this, I don't want I don't want to be anywhere near this Nike thing. Like let's just make like sandals, like Birkenstock looking things, foam runner looking things, like claws. You know, people are making like reps, not reps, I should say, bootlegs of uh five fifties. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? What the fuck is me? Yeah. It's a little bootleg everything. Silly. I know, I know, but I don't know. Just Nike Adidas is of the world, I get it, but like really? Five fifties? Just because it's the fucking Instagram shoe of, like, our generation. Well, not generation. The year. And people will bootleg absolutely anything, and they'll quote-unquote homage it by not having the brand name on it and have your own brand name on it. True. Who am I to say? I mean, there's the Steinharts of the world. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Fair. So, so it's like, is that okay? That's where we run t- into the... The subjectivity and maybe the, the gray areas. Right. Yeah. Damn, I feel like it was such a solemn kind of uh end end to that topic. <laughs> I mean it's always it's always difficult when you have like a big company doing something to protect itself because generally that means stifling a lot and a lot of creativity from a lot of people. Should I buy a forty-four dollar ice cube tray right now? Is the no. is, is the more important question? Wait, no, so silicone not. or plastic? Like what, absolutely what not. I'm just curious. I there is zero percent. No, I shouldn't buy it. No, you know what you but should. The ice, get? You but should the get... ice cube, but the ice cubes would be the Carhartt logo though. No, that's gonna melt too fast. You you want a nice? You you should get the thing that you could turn the ice block into a sphere. That you should buy. What? There's a there's a contraption where you could turn like a like a rectangular block of ice and just through the weight and the pressure of this mechanism it it shaves down the the sides and gives you a perfect sphere. Can you can you send me that cuz I actually never That's some it. that's that, that's some products for people who have too much money. Yo, I want it. I'd also be great with my old fashions. Also, I've gotten to the point where I wear bucket hats. Now. Bucket hat? I'm yeah. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm a bucket hat guy. Make one, man. He's gonna Make get them. smoke from uh from every bucket, every bucket hat maker ever. I'm gonna yeah. make my I'm gonna make my own ice cube tray. Do it. That's not a bad idea. Good. Terrible. Find idea. uh find molds. You just need a plastics manufacturer. Do you know that if you if you end up buying a forty five dollar ice cube tray, I'm gonna be upset at you. Nomad has been trying to sell me this. Carhartt striped shirt for like all of the pandemic, and they just refuse to mark it down anymore. Like, and it's just like, just mark it down like another ten dollars. I'll take it. I've been eyeing some uh, capital bandanas actually. How much does that shit go for? Fourteen bajillion dollars. No, forty-five. What? Oh, that's yeah. light. Why don't you? Why don't wait, you get it? Wait, forty-five dollars? Yeah, forty-five dollars. That's one. super light for a hat. No, 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 bandana. But like, because I wanted to like frame them, then just like, kind of have a collection of uh of Mister Capital's stuff, and it's attainable. It's like forty dollars. Serious question. Yeah. Um. Why do brands make jorts anymore? Because people buying them. 
Yeah, but like, why do you, like, if you're a brand, why do you want to be associated with Jorts? Sometimes, not for me, but sometimes it can look decent. Like the All Saints kind of look. Like some people can really pull that shit off. Bro, for me, when I think of Jorts, I think of mailmen, I think of guys buying cigarettes at 7 Eleven. I think of. Uh, ah, what if that's your aesthetic? Your aesthetic is buying cigarettes at 7 Eleven at 3 a.m. That's yeah, pretty, what if you want to look like a millionaire? A, in that's the a 2000s? pretty. That's a pretty shitty aesthetic, in my opinion. Or uh, who was it? Uh, Kevin Federline, or like Kid Kid Rock. K Fed. Oh my god, I wonder what he's up to. <laughs> wearing jorts. Wearing Pro- jorts. Probably wearing jorts. Yeah. Okay. Wearing jorts. Yo, can you guys look at what I'm looking at right now? Hold on, I'm about to send this in the chat because I'm actually gonna throw up. Look at that. Look at that. The bib. Wow. That's that's some ingenuity. Like yo, man. You know, I get I get it. Like fashion is one of those things where stuff like that just kind of fits into it, but like, come on. <laughs> I don't get it. Come on, Craig Green. Someone's gonna buy it. Somebody is gonna buy it. But I mean, like, if I saw somebody wearing that, I would be like, I'd laugh. I would laugh my ass off. Like, like, I am not one of those people that like likes to like you know judge people. Like, like if you're if you have like like the courage to wear something like that, like I don't want to clown you for it because it's like yo, like you did it. Like whether it looks good or not, it's like yo, like you really tried. And like I, that's more than I can say for myself. But like that's just such a ridiculous. I think for me, it's more the price. It's more the price than anything. It's like... What is it? What is it for $158. And that's on sale. It was originally $395. Dib game is strong. That's ridiculous. Or the uh, the Junior Watanabe. Um, this, like, leather... <laughs> this leather hat. Can't. It's not for me. That's silly. Very not for me. Someone's gonna buy that. Check out that ice mold. If you buy that, oh my god! You're looking. You're looking at the. You're looking at the. You're looking at the car. Oh, you're looking at this one. Oh, that's so stupid. So good. What? That's crazy. How much are these? Two sixty. How much is the? Fuck that! No way! No way! Not a chance in hell. Typically, uh, bartenders just use like a knife and they just they start carving it. Yeah, you know what I kind of want is a uh, a Bartesian. Bartesian. Yeah, it's like the Nespresso for mixed drinks. Ah. Oh. See, we got we got two different crowds. Two different crowds. Bro, it's because I don't like putting in the effort to make a mixed drink. So it's like if I could just press a button and that shit gives me like a. Well, I don't know, whatever. Like a martini. Great great idea, I do have to say, though. Very great idea. Have you ever had a drink out of one of those? No, I, I'm a spoiled brat. I, Me I too, to I'm spoiled and, for that one. I used to go get the $25 uh, cocktails. Yeah, right. with their perfectly spherical ice cube, so it cools your drink and it cools <laughs> for as long as possible because it's a sphere and dissipates heat 
nicely. Yo, I don't know if it's just me. I feel really disgusting whenever I think about like those like uh like the the rocks, like the the shit you put in the freezer, like the like That's the, whisk, good, the whiskey man. stones and stuff. That's not good. That's not Bro, good. Bro, I just I feel so gross when I think about those. It's like Especially because I'm one of those people that will, like, take ice and, like, suck on it and, like, chew on it and shit. Like, just imagine doing that with one of those and then, like, somebody else puts that in their drink later on. It's so fucking disgusting. Yeah, but yeah. why would you suck and <laughs> chew on, like, a whiskey stone? Because yeah, it's it's it the alternative the to ice. The cup. No, 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 like... no, 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 because it's the alternative to ice. I would make sure that it gets in my mouth. But uh, whiskey, no. But just from that photo I just sent, you gotta make your own drinks. It's so fun. That's the that's the fun part of it. Is it? It is. What's it like? <laughs> it takes a while, but damn, fucking great. You know I what? Just water. Now that I'm moving out, it's one of those times where I wish that like, do you remember when you turned like seventeen? And like everybody decided to get their smart serve for some reason. No. No. Oh my god! I remember like when I turned like <laughs> seventeen, and then just like everyone got their smart serve. Like people that had like no interest in bartending at all, just like got their smart serve. Um. But so they could work at Phil's on the weekend. Whatever. Yeah, and I just I kind of just wish that I like did that that I like went and got my smart serve. I just talked like, to bar guys at uh at like restaurants. If they're willing. Give us some pointers. Some pointers? Yeah. I feel like Trust me, once once it's all over, uh, I drinks on me. Alright. Sounds good. I'm holding Sounds you to good. that, Ed. Well, when we go to, to Kiyu, just Man, you mean you mean to TPT? When we fucking experience. When we go, yeah. when we go to the Maddie. <laughs> we go to no. When we go to TPT, that's where we're going. Oh yeah, we're they're gonna TPT. they're, gonna, yeah. they're gonna serve alcohol now. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I still want to make CBD bowl tea. If yeah, that's what. That's what the TP stands for. Top pours. <laughs> oh, um, where do you guys stand? on inseams for shorts i feel like this is a topic that is tearing the internet apart nobody knows how long shorts are supposed to be now because everybody has a different fucking opinion and it's just like yo it is like two camps that are completely divided and like people are gonna start shooting arrows at each other pretty soon and it's like yo like it's a war on instagram like it's so fucked up Look, I, I I think you can, you guys can. That's got this. an opinion on this one. When we grew up, we literally wore nine inch inseam shorts to play ball in. Okay, the moment I bought seven, I already felt naked as fuck. Okay, the moment I tried on five, it's not for me. Subjectively, my thighs are a little thicker. My calves are pretty, you know, thick as well. There's no breaking. I'm just being honest, right? And so five inch 
would not look good on my legs. It would just look fucking stupid. There's like this huge fucking thigh there. If you are skinnier, if you are, you know, more more slender or your legs, you know, aren't as bulky, I think fives look, would look fucking amazing. And I would say anyone that's preaching for fives on TikTok or whatever, probably you're of that built. But if you have like powerlifted before, sick. Sure. But if you've powerlifted before and or just done a lot of like heavy fucking lifting, you're not gonna buy fives. You're gonna no, buy sevens. See, for me, sense. like I, I oh, feel like, you know, I've got I've got the backwards opinion on that one. Yeah. See, I feel like my thighs have gotten like very muscular over the last year, and like now I'm like, oh, there's no way I'm buying anything like under like a six inch inseam. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like I would, I yo, I need to show those shits off, bro. Like when I sit down, people are like, yo, your legs are huge. I'm like, yeah, I. No. See, that's what that's what I was thinking. Damn. I would I I wouldn't wear. I would wear like eight, nine inch inseam shorts, but seven. Seven for me. Seven's for me. I l- I like being able to see my knees. I don't even wear shorts that often, to be honest. Oh yeah, I'm wearing shorts right now. I don't. Wearing pants. Wearing those uh Uniqlo nylon joints. Wear pants. Best shorts. So great. Those are seven. Are they seven? Yo, fight. For real? <laughs> Five is pretty fucking, like, I thought that they were shorter than bro. that. I actually thought that they were shorter than that because they definitely land above the knee for me. Like, okay. Fight. Above the pull, knee is typically seven. Five is, like, you're, you're working, like, like, I forgot that. You, you know when you work on, you work on your quads, like, those tips? Right, yeah. You know, you're always looking for that. Yeah. You probably expose an inch when you wear fives. You expose yeah. like an inch of that. See, I thought that I thought that seven, at least on my body, like was like somewhere like right in the middle, maybe like three quarters of the way down the knee. Like oh. when I wear when I wear those nylon shorts, it's like you can see my knee basically the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, five, uh, and especially with fives, the moment you sit down, I'm just like, holy fuck, tidy whities But here, here's my barometer, though. It's Patagonia baggies, right? Like, when I decide the baggies, and I know the whole fucking internet fashion, you know, crew or whatever, they all go with fives, but sevens, the way you go. Well, you know what? I got some fives from Gap last year. Okay. And I wear them, like, pretty, pretty often, and, like... See, like, this time last year, I'd be like, I don't know, like, kind of, like, stupid. But now that, like, my legs are, like, more muscular, I'm like, fuck it. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. And so, so Darius is the nine, seven, five. Yeah. I I mean, like, I love the baggies. Like, I... Baggies are so great. I love the baggies, yeah. Is this the liner sometimes gets me, and I don't want to cut it, because it just feels weird to cut it. Yeah, yeah, I well, just normally wear pants. Well, not just that, right. but if you cut it, you're you're pretty exposed. Like, <laughs> you're pretty exposed at that point. It's like the the thin little layer that's like giving you some protection. It's like nah, like you don't have that anymore. Like you might as well go strip. Yeah. <laughs> <Are> you... <laughs> yeah, he's classic. Not even in the summer, I'll wear pants like throughout the summer. I applaud you. Yeah, I applaud you. Like a sociopath. I need those Jown baggies. Oh, that they're coming out with? Yeah. Yeah, their prices are... Maybe we talk about it off the air. It's just uh, it's a little crazy. Can you get me those Jown baggies? 
the, the totes were like what fucking a hundred something dollars. That's too many dollars, man. The the brown the brown paper bag tote. Okay, yo, those 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 weren't hundred. Those those were pretty dope. Forty five dollars. Those are no, dope. Man. Hell no. Yeah. Nah, I bro. wouldn't use it. I would put it. See, in this a fucking is this is how we our... know Ed has is is too ready to throw down cash because he's thinking of buying a three hundred dollar ice cube shaper. You know, a forty five dollar paper bag. Canvas, canvas, canvas bag, <laughs> like and it's just ready to throw down. Amazing. No, but like they had a tote bag for like one hundred and fifty dollars or one hundred seventy dollars. No, that's that's silly. And throws on his credit card at the table so hard, yeah, it just goes through the table. Costs. But the cost of that that metal to make that ice press, damn. Not that much. Damn, it's metal. Well, I can't make it. Clothing, different story. <laughs> I'm still waiting on that chore jacket. Ooh. Call me out on it, aren't you? I'm still waiting yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh, you know what came today finally for me? Or not today, this week. So. My cause came, finally. Oh! Yeah. Are they all lined up on your... They're floor? not. They're all in their boxes. Great. In their respective <laughs> are gonna, boxes. Are you going to sell them or what? The thing is, I want... I want to keep the ceramic set at least for a little bit. The vinyls, I don't really care that much. Um, they're nice, but they're not special to me. You know what I mean? Like vinyls you see all the time, you see everywhere. The ceramics, never. And it's a limited run of a thousand pieces. So I feel like I won't see them around. Okay. Okay. Right, like you see vinyls around. Yeah. Quite a Lucky few. guy. I remember when you when you were able to cop that. Jesus, we were just like wow, magic. I tried magic again. Darius. I tried again last week for uh, the space holiday. Did not get those. You know we should. You know we should. Uh, stop normalizing. What's up? Is fit picks in uh, underground parking garages? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Darius. I'm sorry. Oof. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to do it to you. But Damn. Like, I just think that we've we need new places to take pictures. We need new places to take pictures. We've seen the underground parking garage fits. Like if you've done it in the past, fine. But I think Who's we need forward? to. I think we need to evolve as a society. Yeah. Okay. What's What's the next one? Longos. I don't know. Yeah. Grocery stores. TPT. Still waiting on my check. No frills. Am I, do I have to do like a drone shot or something? Do I have to be like by the waters? What's what's the vibe? You gotta be in the water. Do I have to be like you know lean like leaning or doing some weird pose? Fashion model. Do I have to be on my tippy toes? Where I gotta be? Gotta be inside TPT, man. I told you. Be inside TPT. Maybe inside TPT. Do it in the fridge. Fuck. You gotta, gotta be, be behind the counter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a good one. Is that a live L? I was, yeah, I know. I was just trying to see. But I'm, I'm glad we were all able to get together tonight. Okay? Yeah, that was a live L. Yeah. Hack. Live L. We've got live cops. we got live Damn L's. It. 
What were you trying to get? Fuck. <laughs> you, you would laugh if I told you. <laughs> you would. Don't tell pay. me they they sold out of your ice tray. No, I'm not an ice tray. Shot yeah. two? Second what? shot? Is that what you lost? Out How is this still on add to cart? I'm literally trying to fucking check it out and it's not letting me do it. What's the cop? A pool. <laughs> oh. A pool. But it's just not working out. It just keeps on saying it's out of stock. I don't know. Whatever. I literally just wanted it. Wanted to put it in the middle of my apartment. Who doesn't? I actually have a friend that like wanted one of these. And I was like, oh, I'll get it for you. And then like... So he's like, oh, they're in stock. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then... No good. No good. L for you, L for the friend. L for me and Why L for not? the friend. Exactly. L friend. L friend, though. L friend. <laughs> all right. We're going to wrap this up. Um, Darius, where can they find you? An underground parking garage. It's in, uh, at dar.ig. <laughs> Uh, Mikey, where are you taking your fit picks next? Uh, that's a really good question, man. TPT. I, I think it can't be. It can't be. Um, yeah, probably TPT. But it can't be a parking garage. And I think we're done with the with the park with the park fit picks. We've seen a lot of those over the last like year. Park. Damn. Yeah, bro. Like the like okay. the the Bellwoods fit picks. Like we've had enough. Um, we need we need like some really niche shit. You know yeah, what? We do. I, no, I'm gonna put a lot of thought into this. And the next fit pick that I drop, I don't really take fit picks. I feel like I take a lot of mirror pictures because like I, mirror, I, yeah, because I, mirrors. yeah, because I don't take myself seriously enough for like a fit pick. I'm really just like this is. I don't yeah, either. Yeah, I just like don't really like it. So like I I'll I'll make concerted effort to take a fit pick, and I'll make sure that like. A banger. It's even if it's not a banger, it'll, like the location. The location will, will the be lo- a banger. The location will be so random that people will be like, "This is hard. Like this is sick." So yeah. So not on the green. The green doesn't count. Bowling alley. Bowling alley. Bingo nah, hall. Nah, nah, nah. Bingo nah. hall. Nah. It has to. It has to be like less go outy than that. It has to be like. It has to be okay, like buy a, your laundry. Not an occasion. Not an occasion at all. Buy your laundry. The House of Commons. No, that's an okay. That's like an occasion. Like I'm going oh, to the House much. of Commons thing. It has to be something that you would like do in your regular day. Because here's the thing: is a lot of people that are taking those garage fit picks, they don't have a car in that garage, so it's just like. <laughs> but Darius does. I have a car. Darius does. Darius does. <laughs> um, no, I think it's gotta. I'll figure something out, but I'll I'll drop the pick, and you guys you guys will probably laugh because it'll just be like something so ridiculous. <laughs> I can't wait. And in the meantime, where can they give you some inspiration? H e y i m m i k e y. Hey, I'm Mikey on Instagram. Hit me Boom. up. Boom, and you can find my fit picks at No Frills, where apparently you could pick up ten dollar patio chairs. That's a good one. I saw it. What? I saw a oh, I've seen those. Ten dollars. I want $10. those. Ten dollars. 
no name patio chair. Yo, like, Get the fuck I don't here. say this, but it, it's a cop. Where is it? it Where is it? Pretty, Do they have my mind? Store. No, you gotta go in store. Damn, I'm going tomorrow. I literally, I yeah, need, so. no, like, I actually need shit from my balcony, so that's, like, perfect. Are they, like, big? Yeah. Are they small? No, they're, like, those, uh, fucking regular camping chairs, the fold-out. Polyester ones, yeah. Oh, no, no, no they, hold on, hold on. Patio, barbecue, and garden. It's a bunch of charcoal. What the fuck? <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. All right, cool. Cool. Right. picks at no frills. Hit us up. Springs.thread. Thank you so much for listening. Cold cruise here. Can't wait for the next one. Take care, guys. Get your second shot if you can. I can't. Yo, I got mine on the 28th. Turn up. Two dose summer. All right. Take care, guys. Take care, everyone. Peace. Later, guys. <laughs>